Howdy neighbors, Ron Hayes. Beef buzzing with you today with Daryl Peel with a look at the global beef market in just a moment. You probably know Stillwater Milling as Oklahoma's trusted source of animal feed for over 130 years. You might not know Stillwater Milling's agri-centers carry a wide variety of products to help you get the work done all around your property. Lawn and garden, pet supplies, animal health, pasture supplies, and so much more. Come see us at one of our four Stillwater Mills agri-centers or visit us online at stillwatermill.com. For over 25 years, Superior Livestock has been committed to making it easy for buyers and sellers to come together. In 2023, there's going to be some great opportunities for you to take advantage of doing business the Superior way, including the annual Bell Ringer video auction that will be happening the 18th, 19th, and 20th of January in Oklahoma City. Consign your cattle by the 2nd of January to be a part of the 2023 Bell Ringer sale, 18th and 20th of January, Oklahoma City. 2021, 2022, really good years for beef exports out of this country into the global marketplace. But what about 2023? We put that question, livestock market economist out of Oklahoma State University, Dr. Daryl Peel. You know, the general pattern doesn't change a great deal. Uh, If you look at the major beef exporting countries, Brazil is expected to continue being, by a significant amount, the largest beef exporting country. Now, actually, in 2022, it looks like the U.S. was probably number two that's a little unusual. We've not been that high. We're usually third or fourth place. As we go forward, Australia is in recovery mode. Their exports are expected to increase next year. India is still in there. And so the U.S. will, you know, may actually fall back in terms of ranking a little bit. And our exports could drop slightly. But the bottom line is it looks pretty good going forward. So, you know, we're still expecting a, a pretty good uh, global market from that standpoint. On the importing side, of course, China, Hong Kong has emerged in the last six or seven years by far as the largest beef importing country, even though it's slowing down. And China's had lots of issues with COVID restrictions there. Their economy has struggled a little bit. So they're growing more slowly, uh, may actually decrease slightly. But again, they're at a very high level. The U.S. is the second largest beef importing country. And our imports actually might pick up a little bit next year with declining beef production and high prices in the U.S., We may see a slight increase in beef imports next year. Uh, And then, you know, Japan, South Korea are the number three and four markets. So, you know, in general, uh, the global beef market still looks pretty strong. And despite the fact that there's there's quite a bit of concern about macroeconomic conditions in a number of countries around the world, beef markets have just remained uh, awfully good. As for imports of beef into the U.S., Most of what we import, of course, is processing beef that that goes to our hamburger market. In the last couple of years, Canada has actually been the largest source of beef imports into the U.S. Mexico is large. Uh, Australia and New Zealand, historically, Australia was one of the largest ones. But again, they've been down in recent years, and they're in kind of rebuilding mode. We'll probably see more imports from Australia. Perhaps New Zealand, although a lot of their product is going to China and likely will continue to. So, you know, in general, I don't expect to see major changes in the, in the flows of beef. As we get into tighter supplies and perhaps even higher prices, then that's probably going to continue to support that hamburger market. And the big thing on, the, on that processing beef market is that uh, we expect to see a significant decrease in cull cow slaughter in the U.S. next year. So those supplies are going to get tighter. That's going to put even more demand on the imported beef to help uh, provide that lean beef that we need to make that ground beef market work. Daryl, for the new year, what are you anticipating for 2023? What do you see for U.S. cattle producers? 
I think 2023 is going to be a sharply different market than what we've had in 2022. We've kind of got all the pieces in place here right at the end of 2022 to see this thing really, you know, kind of turn the corner, if you will. So we're going to, you know, we're going to see uh, higher prices for cattle. Uh, we're going to see margin squeezes in the middle of the industry. So packer margins and feedlot margins are going to be under some pressure going forward. We're going to have higher cattle prices, but on the on the top end, there will be some limitations on the demand side just because uh, we've got potential recession. We've got inflationary pressures on consumers. Uh, so there'll be some squeezing in the middle of this thing. I think cattle producers in general, cow-calf and stocker producers, uh, are have a potential for better profitability in 2023. Obviously, we've got input costs as well. So cost management is going to continue to be a, a priority for us to take advantage of these stronger markets. But uh, the supply fundamentals on the cattle side is going to be very supportive to cattle markets in the coming year. OSU's Dr. Daryl Peel. You've got the beef buzz on Ron. National Livestock. They've been around since 1932, and they're dedicated to being your first choice for cattle marketing, order buying services, and cattle financing. Because of the cooperative structure and spirit, the employees and directors of the National Livestock family of companies are committed to the success of the cattle industry and those involved in the cattle business. Whether you're buying or selling cattle or looking for financing, their staff's knowledge and experience is unparalleled. For more information, contact National Livestock Credit at 1-800-310-0220. And that's your Beef Buzz. I'm Ron Hayes reporting.